With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. calling brethren that not many wise according to the flesh not many mighty not many noble are called but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, the righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God? For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and in him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. These words, written some 2,000 years ago by the Apostle Paul, as directed by the Holy Spirit of God, ring true this day. God has chosen, my friends, the, thing, the weak things of the world to confound the wise. He has chosen the things that are not to bring those things that are to nothing. For God wants, for God is a jealous God, and he wants all glory and honor and praise to go to him and him alone.
am as like the Apostle Paul. It is my hope and desire. It's my prayer, my humble prayer, my humble plea to the Lord, that I would not speak to you in eloquence of words, but in the demonstration of the power of God. And I declare, just like as the Apostle Paul, that Jesus Christ is crucified. And because he is crucified, and because he is raised from the dead, he can save you. He can deliver you. He can heal you on this very day. The power of the Lord Jesus Christ is able to rescue you, is able to heal your heart, is able to heal your body, is able to deliver you from the demons that torment you, that enslave you on this very hour. It is the power of the blood of the crucified Jesus Christ. These things are possible. And once again, in our ministry, we witnessed the power of the cross just this past weekend. As we traveled to the capital of Texas, Austin, where we were in the midst of tens of thousands of Gospel-resistant people, but in the midst of it all, the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit was present. And I'm going to talk about what happened, what occurred this weekend in Austin on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. Michael Tate with the story of another real-life Jesus freak. Because she's a Christian, Leibia spends much of the 1970s in a Russian prison and comes to expect the nightly whippings from the faceless guard. But one night she looks into his weary face and sees how he, too, is tired of the beatings. A voice tells Leibia to forgive this man, for God loves him, too. So as he lifts his whip, she lifts her head and smiles. The man is stunned, and Leibia says... I see you as you once were, a beautiful, innocent child. And I see you as I hope you will be. She then tells the guard how Saul of Tarsus had been a torturer, but was changed by God. That night, the guard's life is also changed forever. How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Hey, this is Toby Mack with another story of a real-life Jesus freak from the voice of the martyrs. Fifth-century legends may paint him as larger than life, but Patrick himself is not a myth. Born in Britain, at the age of 16, he is taken to Ireland as a slave. He escapes and returns to Britain, but God calls him back to Ireland, this time as an evangelist. Patrick soon realizes God has provided his experience as a slave to prepare him for ministry. Over the next 30 years, he is imprisoned several times, but history tells us Patrick brings Christianity to every county in Ireland. So, for what is God preparing you? For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. 
have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. If you have the presence of the Holy Spirit, you recognize that it's the message of the cross that brings and bears forth the supernatural power of God. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. My friends, if you have the Holy Spirit, you understand the things that I'm speaking of. The power of Jesus Christ and Him crucified, His blood on the cross, His resurrection power, His ascension, His second coming. There is an inherent spiritual, supernatural power that can overcome any resistance from the enemy. And we saw this firsthand this past weekend. As I've often shared and as I shared with all of my supporters and friends and loved ones and partners in the gospel just a day or two ago, one of the most gospel-resistant groups in our modern day, among the Buddhists, the Muslims, the Hindus, the animists, the, those involved in witchcraft and the occult, is the young university student in the Western world. And you may be thinking, how's that, Jay? Well, the young, the, generally speaking, I know there are exceptions. There are go, there's godly university students throughout this world. But by and large, the young university student has brought, bought into it and embraced materialism, rationalism. They're pleasure-seeking. They've embraced atheistic attitudes. And my friends, these satanic elements have enslaved, have enslaved these precious souls to the enemy. Don't believe me? Walk on a nearby university campus. Many even Christian colleges and universities, you're seeing this. But just walk on any state university, any major university around the world, and you will see that this is true. Yet, in the midst of this gospel-resistant group, the Holy Spirit is powerfully at work. I know this to be true because I know other, of other evangelists, others, other preachers of the gospel, proclaimers of the good news that share they, they have been on university campuses and seen and have been witness of the Holy Spirit of God doing marvelous works. The Holy Spirit is powerfully at work, my friends. Drawing these dear young people to our loving Jesus Christ. And I saw it firsthand on our most recent ministry trip down in central Texas in the capital of Austin, which has one of the largest universities in the world in its city, the University of Texas. Many, many thousands. It's interesting how I ended up in Austin. I I was originally scheduled to travel to Belize. Got up early in the morning. Probably I waited probably a little. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I probably waited 
a little too late to leave the house and um, got into a rush and got to the airport, got to the ticket counter, and guess what? I forgot my passport. So, as you could imagine, and I just I didn't have the time to come back home and get the passport, so I was extremely frustrated. Uh, yes, and I was extremely disappointed. It's interesting. I, I've, I've shared this with a few friends and loved ones. I have made multiple attempts to get to Belize. Now, some would say, well, this is God saying, no, not right at this moment. And there may be an element of truth to that, but I think it's, I think it's more than I think it's 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 there's another element we need to look at. There's more to this, and that is there is an enemy hindering me. If you look at the scriptures, you see, for example, in the in the ministry of the apostle Paul, that he was hindered into going to, into Asia to conduct ministry. And you read this in First Thessalonians chapter two, where he he mentions time again and again he was hindered from getting into Asia to conduct ministry. I believe the same is can be said about the ministry that I'm that's to take place in Belize. I believe there is an enemy trying to prevent me to hinder me. In 1 Thessalonians 2 Verse 17 18, but when, when we, brethren, having been taken away from you for a short time in presence, not in heart, endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. I feel Satan has been trying to hinder. And he's trying to hinder even this week, just yesterday, with my kids. At a convenience store, got into the van, got the kids loaded up, and uh, I was backing up, and bam, I hit, that's right, I hit a light pole, and on the base of this light pole is a enormous cement base structure that solid as a rock, ran right into it, jolted my body, and... Um, and I'm feeling the after effects. My body's sore. The kids are fine. But <laughs> I'm the one who got injured. I, I feel soreness, the pain. Um, I need your prayers, your intercessions. The enemy's trying to stop me from going to Belize here in the next few days. And God has gently reminded me over and over again that he would make a way and mighty miracles will take place in Belize when we're finally given the opportunity to enter the land. So obviously I'm very excited. I'm ready to serve the Lord, but I know the enemy is trying to hinder. And I need your prayers, my friends. I'm determined to get to Belize. And what will I be sharing with the people in Belize? Just as the Apostle Paul, I resolve to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I will be declaring the power of Jesus Christ, the love, the compassion, the grace, the mercy of Jesus Christ that's centered in on the cross, his blood-stained cross, his blood atonement, 
his bodily resurrection from the dead, his ascension, his second coming. Those are the things I'll be focusing on, calling people to repentance, calling people to come to know Jesus Christ and his loving kindness, his tender mercies, his eternal life, his forgiveness of sins. And I need your prayers. So, wasn't able to get to Belize, but God directed us to go down to the capital city of Texas, Austin, which desperately, my friends, if you've been down to the 6th Street area, which is very well known throughout the world, in fact, as a major, major party place, decadent, diabolical, entrenched with all kinds of darkness, sin, and, and demons. But these people are loved by God. And God wanted us to get down there to share the gospel. They needed the gospel power with signs and wonders following to confirm the preaching of the word. So, for hours we went down. The gospel was proclaimed with supernatural force and miracles took place. Literally tens of thousands of young people jammed together within these few streets around the 6th Street area to participate in the nightlife of the city. And here we were in the midst of these massive crowds. We preached the good news of Jesus. We preached the cross of Jesus. We preached the bloodstained cross. We handed out New Testaments, gospel literature and tracts, prayed for the sick, and drove out demons in Jesus' name. Now these crowds, I'll be honest, were not receptive we didn't see thousands of people give their lives to Christ, though I remember Pastor James Beeson, who was with me, he, he reminded me that all the many, many hundreds of tracts that we distributed, who knows how many people will come to know the Lord as a result of the reading of the tracts. I know tracts are very powerful and effective in evangelism because I gave my life to Christ as a result. I, got, I experienced salvation. I was captured by the love of God because of a tract. A gospel track. So he's right. Who knows how many people will come to know Jesus Christ as a result of the tracks that we distributed. And that's something to be very hopeful and being, to be encouraged. Well, besides, we did see many people come to know the Lord, the Lord Jesus. And that was thrilling to see. Now, these crowds were largely resistant. Like I said, they weren't receptive, but there were some that gave their lives to Christ. And the crowds were largely resistant, in some cases hostile to the message of the cross of Jesus Christ. James and I, there were times when we were walking in certain areas where we could feel the violence. Now, obviously, people doped up, smoked up, out of their minds demonized and that placing themselves as a result of the alcohol abuse, the drug abuse the, just the general rebellion spiritual rebellion put many of these people in all kinds of forms of altered states of consciousness resulting in these demons surfacing and these demons did not obviously want a James and I out there bringing the light into the darkness in a very dark place so the violence was very present, unusually present. I, 
I have been on the streets of the world sharing the gospel, preaching in open-air meetings, sharing the gospel one-on-one in small groups before thousands in street gatherings. And I really felt the violence. James did too. We confronted homosexuals, Satanists, prostitutes, and others, other world, underworld-like figures. We loved them. That's how we responded to their to these people. We loved them. We blessed them. We shared the compassion of Jesus. And like I said, you could feel the violence about to spill over from those in the crowd. But none of that, though, would deter us, would place fear in us. Rather, we were encouraged because of God's mighty, mighty powerful presence and works in our midst. We possess his divine protection. And some of the miracles that took place were incredible. And I'm going to share a little bit about the miracles that took place on tonight's broadcast. Now, my friends, if you have a moment, if you have an opportunity, I would encourage you to go to jbartlett.org and go under my section, Books by Jay Bartlett where you could browse more than 25, nearly 30 volumes on a variety of topics and issues and subjects that that uh, deal with spiritual warfare-related uh, issues. Now, why so many books on that, on that topic? Because generally the church is not dealing with it. So I'm forcing the body of Christ to confront the reality of spiritual warfare on a very deep level. That demons are inhabiting people, demons are controlling people, demons are influencing people greater to a greater degree than many people realize. To a greater degree than most people realize in the church. That is why I'm writing these books. I'm not a trained writer, per se. I don't feel like I'm necessarily gifted in writing. But God has burdened my heart to write, to get the, the information out there. That spiritual warfare is real, that demons are real. Demons are attacking people. Demons are afflicting people, even the saints of God. That's right. Your brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ are being influenced, are being attacked, are being influenced by the enemy of the cross, Satan. That's right. And we have the power and the authority in Jesus Christ of Nazareth to tell these demons to go, to compel them to go in the name of Jesus. We have the blood-stained cross. We have the power of the resurrection. We have his precious holy name. That is above every name, that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And that's the exciting message that we bring wherever we travel in the world. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And there's power in his name. And in each of these books, I declare the victory of Jesus Christ. That Satan is defeated. That Satan, the Antichrist, the false prophet, the demons of hell... All have been defeated at the cross. And Jesus Christ ascended to the Father's right hand, where you and I are seated, by the way. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you and I are seated in Jesus Christ, far above all principality and power. That's what the scripture says, my friends. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you are seated in him. That's beautiful. We're seated with Jesus Christ. And we could be encouraged by this message. And he put all things under his feet. 
And he gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Ephesians 1. Everything is under the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I declare that forcefully, clearly, boldly in these volumes. And these volumes are aimed at reaching people for Jesus, training the saints. So uh, an army a, an army of God can be raised up and go forth, to arise and go forth in the name of Jesus Christ, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to proclaim the kingdom of God with force and power, with the demonstration of the Spirit, not with eloquence. Now, there's nothing wrong with sounding good. But the emphasis is on the demonstration of the spirit of the living God. There's nothing wrong with education. I've, I've received various forms of education, higher education. But when it comes to the preaching of God's word, we need the demonstration of the Holy Spirit of God. And it's my hope and prayer that these books have upon them a spiritual seal of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When people get a hold of them, when the content's being read, when the, the Holy Spirit is being felt, people's lives will be changed, transformed, revolutionized by the living God. That's my hope and prayer. That's my hope and prayer. And by the way, the good news of all, I, I, I'm not asking for any money, that all those books are free. Are down, you could download each and every one for free. And I believe you'll be blessed. You'll be blessed to hear the testimonies. Did not the word of God tell us, tells us that for we have defeated Satan by the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus, the blood atonement of Christ, and by the word of their testimony, the testimony of the saints of God, some who become martyrs, their testimony. A victory because of the risen Jesus Christ in their lives brings defeat to the devil. So I testify in these books of the goodness and the great nature of our God, of our living God, the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you get a chance, visit my website. I'm hoping in the next month, next two, in the next few weeks or so, I'll be releasing one or two new books. One, on particular, on the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ, and um, maybe a few other books here in the next few weeks co coming up. I'm hoping that you'll get a hold of these books. Now, obviously, if you want to purchase a copy, that's fine. The price is, is pretty reasonable. You could purchase a copy if you want a physical copy in your hands. But if you're just wanting to read the material, it's free. You could download it. It's at jbartlett.org. I'm very encouraged. There's many people buying, purchasing the book uh, on Barnes & Noble, the global retail, book retailer that uh, throughout this continent people are very familiar with and are reading my book, uh, in particular the, my, my book on experiences of the exorcist. It's been a phenomenal hit at, there at Barnes & Noble. I'm getting rid of the ports, and our sales are – and I'm I'm selling the book for a dollar, so I'm not making any money off these these books. And 
but I'm very encouraged. Many dozens and dozens of people are buying the book. Each and every month I'm getting a report, and I'm very encouraged. People are being exposed to the reality of spiritual warfare, that there are demons, that demons are afflicting people, but that we have a solution. That's the grace and the mercy and the love of Jesus Christ found in his redemption that was possible because of his death on the cross. And I'm encouraged, and you should be too, for Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Be encouraged, my friends. Jesus is alive. Well, i got a lot more to share with you on tonight's edition. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
What's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. From Paul, we get a word to remember for those Jesus Freaks who are effectively delivering the good news of Jesus Christ. The word is humility. And even more to the point, work hard, but give credit to the one who has filled you with grace. Listen to what Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. For more on effective evangelism worldwide from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And this past weekend, it was our privilege and honor to be in the midst of tens of thousands of young people declaring the cross of Jesus Christ. That was our focus, my friends, is the cross of Jesus Christ. There was no other message we brought except the cross of Jesus Christ. And because the focus was on the cross, we experienced the opposition. For when you bring up the cross of Jesus Christ, the enemy arises. And the enemy goes forth. Goes forward in full force towards you in trying to bring the message of the cross down. But he can't. He cannot. For the cross is an eternal matter. It's an eternal element, spiritual element. Yes, Jesus died a physical, literal death. He died on a literal cross where he shed literal blood. 
Just as there was physical truths and elements to the cross, there's spiritual truths and elements to the cross, to the blood atonement that you need to be aware of. And the cross, the blood, the redemption, the death of the Son of God is an eternal element, an eternal truth that Satan cannot touch. Satan cannot touch. For as I read in Ephesians 1, all things, all things, that includes the devil and his demons, all things are below the feet of Jesus Christ. For Jesus ascended to God the Father's right hand, and all evil spirits are in submission to him. And because we preached the cross, there was opposition. You could feel the violence when we were ministering there in Austin, Texas, in the midst of tens of thousands on 6th Street. But we also experienced marvelous supernatural miracles that took place as we brought the gospel. As we brought the gospel. And there was a young man. One of the first individuals that I came across in his 20s, who was a professional athlete, originally from the United Kingdom, preparing to go back to the British Isles tomorrow, who enthusiastically received Jesus Christ as we shared the gospel with him. And here God brought this precious man all the way from the United Kingdom to Austin so that he can know Jesus as Lord. Isn't that beautiful, my friends? He had never heard the gospel presented clearly. And he was very much ready to respond to the call of surrender. And I know we were encouraged. And this young man, we were also able to give this young man a New Testament. That was one miracle. I'm just going to give you a sample of the miracles that took place. Another miracle was a dear lady we ministered to, stricken with liver cancer, given a short time to live by doctors, was led to Jesus. Then... She requested healing prayer, and immediately after praying for her in regards to her healing, she felt much better and ready to serve Jesus. She loudly declared she felt released, and you could tell she was very, very happy. And her and her boyfriend desired for me to marry them, as it was revealed that just prior to our ministry session with them, her boyfriend had proposed to her, so upon my return to Austin, I'll be performing their marriage. Isn't that beautiful? And that's that's a whole other element to this ministry that uh, we need to recognize even more so. And that is that God has us performing constantly marriages, ordination ceremonies, baptisms. These are institutions of the church, and they should be recognized, and, and, and uh, it's our privilege and honor to marry young people through the years, and, and we're looking forward to marrying this young couple who are now in Jesus Christ. There was a, a brother in Christ in his late 20s who requested prayers of deliverance as he had been struggling with pornography and lust. I mean, this man knew the demons of lust and pornography had gripped his heart, and he wanted to be liberated from these powerful dark forces that had bound him for so long. So I began to battle the evil spirits within him, and this young man could feel the evil spirits exiting his body upon command for them to leave in Jesus' name. At the end of the public exorcism, he was so 
He was laughing and so joyful in this newfound strength found in the releasing power of Jesus. When we first met up with him, he was under a cloud, I mean literally a cloud of spiritual darkness. But after this public deliverance, his entire facial disposition had dramatically transformed into one of light, the light of Jesus, relief, peace. And what was so truly beautiful about this was it was done in public for many to witness, for the public to see that God's power is greater than that of the devil. And that's what people need to to hear, that in the midst of all this fallen condition that we are currently find ourselves in, in this fallen world with sin and evil and demons, sickness and diseases and infirmities of all sorts and afflictions and I mean, like I was sharing last in the last half hour, I, just yesterday, I slammed into a by accident, slammed into my into a uh, my van into the um, a, the base of a light uh, of a light pole uh, in front of a convenience store, resulting in my whole body just being jolted and, and uh, having just soreness all over. And um, it's just these are the things that you'll experience in this world. You'll experience pains and trials and afflictions. And the good news is that when we know Jesus, there is an afterlife, and we'll be spending eternity with Him without having to bang into light poles, for example. No more sickness. No more sadness. No more tears. No sad goodbyes. Just the eternal peace of God. For you to enjoy forevermore, for for me to enjoy forevermore, and I'm looking forward to the day of being with Jesus Christ. But we have a mission here on earth, and that is to proclaim the kingdom of God, to heal the sick, to drive out evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And my friends, I'm hoping I can encourage you to do the same, for you to rise up, for you to rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, my friends, God did some other extraordinary miracles that I want to talk about tonight on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friends. <laughs> Oh, I'm so unsure 
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the five loves of a Jesus freak. Write them down. Hide them in your heart. Here they are. Love God. Love his word. Love your enemies. Love your neighbor. Love truth. Sound easy? Not likely. If all that does come too easy for you, you're probably not working hard enough. On the other hand, these five loves should become second nature to any authentic Jesus freak. If you let God's grace soften your heart. One more time, love God, love his word, love your enemies, love your neighbor, love truth. Amen. Are you a Jesus freak? For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Jesus Christ and him crucified. That is the focus and the message that we want to bring forth with clarity and with the demonstration of the power of the Spirit of God. That Jesus Christ, because of his cross, because of his resurrection, has made it possible for you to be reconciled with God. For you, my friend, who are listening in, we're very fortunate and blessed to have listeners throughout this world on nearly every continent. We've seen people come to know Jesus Christ through these broadcasts. People have been edified, equipped, encouraged. We've cast demons out. We've seen people healed of various afflictions and inner pains. And we've seen the glory of the Lord on these broadcasts. And perhaps you're listening in tonight and you want to have peace with God. Well, Jesus Christ has made it possible. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to God except through him. So Jesus Christ has offered a way for you to be saved. And you could be saved now. You could be saved now. Why don't you pray with me? And all prayer is is talking to a loving God who's there. He is there. He's ready to rescue you and cleanse you and take away all your sins. Just simply pray with me right now. Scripture tells us very clearly that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You can be saved from sin. You can be rescued. You can experience the glory of the Lord. Pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, that's right, just say, Lord Jesus Christ, cleanse me, purify me, take away my sin. I trust you, Jesus, as my Lord and as my Savior. I embrace your cross. I embrace your resurrection. I turn from evil and sin, and I turn to you, living Savior. Jesus, 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 take control of me. Live inside me. Give me your love, your joy, your peace, your power in this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that simple prayer, I would like for you to email me at jay.jbartlett.org, jay.jbartlett.org, so I can send you a free New Testament, a New Testament like the one I have in my left hand right now. 
the God from the Gospel of Mark to the Book of Revelation. I would like to get this New Testament into your hands if you just prayed with me. I'd be very much encouraged and be my honor to serve you by sending you a free New Testament. Be sure to send your mailing address when you email me, and we'll be sure to get a New Testament into your hands so you can grow in the grace and the knowledge and the love of Jesus Christ. While we were in Austin this past weekend, and we experienced some amazing miracles that I would like to share, and that I've been sharing with you on tonight's broadcast, there was also a man that uh, we ministered to in his 40s, I would say, who had been tormented by Satan for years. That's what he said as he testified, for years. He had been experiencing years of horrific visions that that he was not even comfortable in revealing the content. I asked him a few times to share with us, but he wasn't even comfortable in sharing these visions. And he looked like he was, he was freaked out even, even just talking about the visions. We prayed for him. We prayed over him. We commanded those evil spirits to leave him, for those visions to stop. And he was loosed from this satanic bondage and freed by the power of God. And again, this this miraculous event occurred before many, many people. The watching world that was, again, exposed to the power of Jesus Christ. And many looked on in great interest, seeing the power of Jesus freeing someone. Many other beautiful acts of the Holy Spirit took place, and we praise God for his goodness. And by the way, if you go to my website, jbartlett.org, if you go to, there's a section where you can go to my YouTube channel, you'll see some of the testimonies. And um, and you'll be able to experience a little bit of uh, of what we experienced there in Austin in the midst of tens of thousands of people. I think you'll be encouraged. That's found at my website, jbartlett.org. I know, my friends, there are those who are listening in tonight that are terribly afflicted by evil spirits. I'm talking about terribly afflicted by evil spirits. You can be free. You can be free. Jesus Christ has come to set the captives free. And if you've been held by the enemy, you could be just like these people that I've been sharing of on this broadcast. You can experience freedom. You can experience liberation. You can be free. Don't let the enemy tell you otherwise. And in the authority of Jesus Christ, I come against every evil spirit, every single evil spirit afflicting these dear, dear people who are listening to the broadcast this evening. Let go of them. In the authority of Jesus Christ, let go of them now. Go, release them. In the authority of Jesus Christ, by the bloodstained cross, by the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, go. Release the people of God. Release those now, enemy. Devil, let go of them. Come out of them. Out in the authority of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit, just fill these precious people. Fill them with your presence. Fill them with your very life. Fill them, O God, with your love, your joy, your peace, your power. And we thank you for doing this, O God. We thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I bless you, my friend.
for you are my friends. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus Freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. Standing before King Nebuchadnezzar, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego proclaim, We do not need to defend ourselves to you. If you throw us into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from the furnace. He will save us from your power, O King. But even if God does not save us, we want you, O King, to know this. We will not serve your gods. If you know what happens next to these three young men, take it as a challenge to be bolder defending your faith. If you don't know, read the surprise ending in Daniel chapter 3. And for more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.